Are you ready to realize the true potential in your life and help others do the same? Get equipped to create a thriving future with the Secrets of Success podcast. Inspire others to live, lead, and work on purpose. And experience the joy of watching satisfaction and productivity come to life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Well, each week we want to be able to give you some insights, some tips on how I can be, how you can be more successful in life. Today, hopefully, we can give you a shorter podcast than some of the others, but also not discounting the importance of the information. So today, really would like to share and chat with you about that nothing happens without structure. Nothing happens or little happens without discipline, and our effectiveness is really, really affected or discounted or reduced, whatever verb you want to use, when I don't put systems in place to win. You know, when we think about success in life, it's not an accident. You know, intentionality needs to be part of it. Think about an Olympic athlete. Do they wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I don't know what my training routine is going to be this week. I'm just going to do whatever I think I'm going to do. No, no, they have uh, a regiment that they follow, a schedule, a process, a system so that they can be the elite athletes that they need to be in whatever sport or discipline that they have chosen. So they know when they're going to be running. They know when they're going to do strength training. They know when they're going to be doing their sport. The coach has certain mental activities. All of that is framed out for them so that they can be successful. So why do we think that uh, just in normal life we can show up without some structure? You know, even in our book when we talk about deliberate leadership, leadership doesn't happen by accident. Success in leadership doesn't happen because I just showed up. It happens as far as being successful when I know what I'm going to do, who I'm going to do it with, and what to do. So let's just talk about that today, and just hopefully it will be an encouragement to you. A lot of times, you know, if we have a day or a week that is unscheduled, then that really can cause consternation. It can cause confusion. You can actually, your productivity goes down because you really don't have a direction in mind. Now, I do want to say I remember years and years and years ago, probably 25 years ago, when we were going to uh, these time management seminars, and all of them are done sort of in the paper um, format at that time, and I was going to set out all the structure about A1, and this is my priority, and this is my list, and etc. And we found that, you know, I found that didn't really work for me. Yes, I have a framework or a list that I work from. I found that that works for me. So my encouragement is, as we go through and talk about these different strategies, is that your responsibility is to figure out what works for you, not that works for somebody else, and take tidbits or little pieces from multiple different ideas to be able to set it up for you. I think one of the other uh, podcasts I mentioned, I have discovered through trial and error that the best time for me to work out is around 4 or 4.30 in the afternoon. I used to do workout in the morning, get up at 6, 6.30 in the morning and work out for an hour. I found that really is not the best use of my time. I appreciate 
you know, being able to sleep to about 7 or something like that in the morning and then get up, not be getting up at 6 a.m. to work out, especially if I've <laughs> not gotten to bed at the time that I'd want. And so my personal energy is just highest at that time. The other thing is, as a family at home, and it's just sort of Brenda and I at home now, is that we sometimes like to go out for dinner or we have dinner at 6 o'clock. If I started to work out at Five, then a lot of times I didn't get in to have dinner till 6.30 and that was really hindering the family uh, dinner time and affecting that and so it was self-centered of mine. So I really started to look at it and said, you know, I own my own business. For the most part, I control my time frame unless my committed sessions or seminars and so I know that if I was to do this time of the day, I can get it done. It works from a lifestyle point of view and I set a structure in place and a system in place to help me win. So it's not because I have to do it or an obligation, it's because I want to, but I also set a structure in to win for me. So the same thing for you. What are the structures or the opportunities for you to be able to win in all parts of your life? You know, we talk about, uh, I was mentioning it in one of the previous podcasts about relationships and setting up a relationship and just about every relationship book said, you know what, if you're going to have a long-term deep friendship with your significant other, your spouse, your partner, then I need to schedule a date night or a hangout night or uh, a party night, whatever it is that you're, you're going out where it's just the two of you. And from a partner point of view is that that could be set for a specific night. If you don't set that night in advance, or have what I call a backup plan. So once in a while when I travel and I'm doing training, I don't get into my workout routine exactly the same way. Then I said, well, if it doesn't happen this day, what do I do as the backup day? So if Brenda and I, we have Tuesday nights, it's kind of our movie night and going out together and just kind of hanging out and probably grab a dinner together. If we're not doing a movie night, then is Friday night the night that we go out together? And, or, and is there a certain night, like Saturday night, where we like to hang out with friends and be able to do something together in that part? So we have some routine. Yeah, I'm not talking about scheduling your life so that every uh, minute minute is accounted for. But where are the chunks, the chunks that are there for you? Are they important? My, uh, are importantly put into your calendar? My wife works, Brenda works with uh, university students as an academic coach. And one of the things she does with them, one of their first meetings is gets out their calendar, their schedule for that semester, and she blocks out when is your study time. Well, no, I don't want to block out my study time. I want to study whenever I want to. Hang on. Then what's the odds of that happening? You know, hanging out with friends, having a coffee, going out to a movie, going to have a pizza. That is always going to win unless you put the scheduled time in. Now, one thing, here's what happens. There is a release. There is a freedom when you know that you have these things scheduled and you don't have to think about it. There is a, an emotional sort of stability that comes out of the fact that you have structure and you put it into place. You know, and structure also comes into systems to win. One of the things, you know, I'm very big on health, but I'm also recognize and openly admit on this podcast that I do appreciate chocolate, especially chocolate bars. I know dark chocolate can be very beneficial to you, but probably not a 25-ounce bar each time that you eat. So I know that I can't have chocolate bars in the home. There's no way that I can control my cravings around them. So it's just like an alcoholic. You don't put 
alcohol in your home if you're an alcoholic, if you're trying to stay dry. You don't allow that kind of temptation to happen. So you set a process or a structure in place so that it will work for you. So if it's around foods, then don't buy those foods. They always say don't go to the grocery store hungry. Sometimes you can go together with somebody else so they can hold you accountable, pull it out of the grocery uh, cart uh, you know what you put in there. You also say to yourself, I'm not getting these items and I'm getting th- these other items which are more healthy for me. So you've got to take that into account as part of it. One of the things many, many years ago, 20 years ago, that we decided to do here at our home is that TV is um, an addictive component for me, or it could be, and you have dopamine that comes into your system and the, the serotonin. So both of those are really working in a person's body to be able to kind of create this addiction to mobile devices. This can happen, and this was TV for me. So we canceled TV 20 years ago so that it was, first of all, it wasn't something in the center of our home, and so we didn't have cable. Now we all had internet, and we could get on our computers if we wanted to, but having that cable TV removed really helped as far as keeping the discipline and having the structure in place to win. So what systems do you need to put in to win better? Do you need to to, uh, set up a a schedule for your fitness and when and where? The other one is is what's the context. We have a home gym. I have a separate building. We have a gym in it. I appreciate the fact, excuse me, that I can just walk into the back of the yard. I have a boat of 12, 15 second commute, and then the gym is there. Uh, I can have uh, an infrared sauna. It's, it's, um, I can hang out there as long as I won't. I have to be charged with it for it. I don't have to get in my car and go somewhere. Now, other people, you might have to go and have a gym membership so that it commits you to go there if you don't have the discipline to go to your own gym at home. I also found out for a structure for me for writing. I used to um, do some writing at work. I found out it didn't really work. And so for the majority of my time, I'll work from home because it just seems to work better for me because of a private place to be able to write, do podcasts like this one, whatever the case might be as I set up that structure to be able to win. The other side is if we want to think about daily habits, in changing daily habits or changing different directions, then my encouragement is is that we want to have um, a structure or a process to do it. Now, I share in very, very brief uh, elements in my new book, The Quest for Purpose, uh, Dr. Marshall Goldsmith's um, system around what we call daily questions. And so daily questions is simply where I put in an Excel sheet the primary targeted behaviors or mindset that I want to have for every day. And and the other one that Marshall's daughter, who is a professor at university, what she came up with was active tense questions are much better for our evaluation about the specific behaviors that I want to have. So here are some questions that I have in the book which really come out of Marshall's work. Dr. Marshall Goldsmith basically uh, rated the number one executive coach in the world. And so some of these active questions are, did I do my best to be happy? So notice that did I do my best? So the accountability, the structure of the question is really putting the onus on me, you know, rather than the question, was I happy today? 
No, no, did I do my best? In other words, we have responsibility for our situation, and so can and did I do my best to be happy today. And so because that is really in my side. Did I do my best to find meaning, whatever that meaning is for me? Did I do my best to build positive relationships? So when I interacted with that uh, waitress or server at that restaurant, did I do my best to build a positive relationship or was I negative? Or did I do my best to be fully engaged or was I kind of goofing off and not really paying attention and ADHD and shiny objects? Uh, Did I do my best to live my life on purpose? You know, was I doing those things that I wanted to do to be successful. So I have a lot of other ones that are on my personal list. Now there's two different ways that you can do these daily questions. Now Marshall, here's Marshall who has been very, very successful in life. He pays somebody to phone him every day to hold him accountable to his 14, 15, 20 questions, whatever it is. And so that, and he said, and I said, well, you know this one. Why do you do it? He said, because I know that change is hard. Maybe there's some new behaviors that you want to shift, that you want to consider. Well, then put this in this Excel sheet and say, did I do my best to plan and execute my day? That's one of the things that I have in mind. Did I do my best to get a good night's sleep, which I know is seven to nine hours? And then I rank myself and review myself every day to say, listen, if my target sleep is seven to eight hours and I get six, what did that do to my productivity? Did I do my best to eat healthy and or was I constantly cheating? So I have five days in a row that I didn't do that. Then I say, well, is this a goal that I really want to own? So you can um, get Marshall's book or you can get my book, The Quest for Purpose. I talk about how you can set up that daily question uh, self-coaching grid so that you can be accountable to the things that are most important to you. Now, except for three or four or five suggestions that we have, which are sort of global ones as far as, you know, did I do my best to be happy or find meaning or live on purpose, is that the questions come from you. So you are deciding what's most important to you, and then this is what you want to target for behavioral change. Now, Marshall pays somebody to call him. You don't have to do that to take advantage of this. You can look at your and review your questions daily, whatever time that works for you. But one of the other options is to get an accountability partner. Now, um, there's all kinds of research that shows that your effectiveness, your transformation can double or triple by having an accountability partner. Somebody that you can Skype, that you can have a short conversation with on a daily, minimum weekly basis, but even the daily where you just check in for a few minutes. Am I doing it? What have I progressed on? What did I not do so well? Accountability partners. So think about that. Who is it that you, who do you know that you could really partner from an accountability point of view? There are many um, business men and women sort of organizations and groups where there's peer accountability. So they go into, let's say, a quarterly or monthly meetings, and then they have an accountability partner. And how might that accountability work so that it serves you, so that you are doing what you said you want to do? And then maybe you have somebody you can talk about, say, well, this really got in the way. What? So Ken, how are you going to be able to change that next time as part of it? So when you think about 
you know, bringing structure into your life. The other one is maybe you want to have some friendship. So maybe you can join a group and that group has card games once a month and that really forces you, not forces you, but brings structure, brings a commitment into your space to say, well, I could do that every month. Or maybe you want to volunteer and then you just get on the schedule to be able to serve at a homeless kitchen or some uh, form of nonprofit group that you're able to serve and to help somebody else out. So again, bringing structure into place. So I want you to think about it now. Where in your life could you bring structure? Could you bring processes? Could you bring discipline? I know as a spontaneous individual is that I hate the D word or discipline word. But because you're putting structure in, doesn't mean you don't have spontaneity spontaneity or having a spontaneous uh, life. You still can have that, but you know that if, you're, if your whole life is just spontaneous and there's no structure, then you're not going to actually get those things that you want to get done uh, as frequently as you'd like to get it done. It's just the reality of it. You know, I not want to take too much time today to kind of beat a dead horse, but my encouragement is, is that you go offline, you listen to this and say, okay, where can I bring structure? Where can I bring insight and processes and systems so that you set yourself up to win? The other thing that we did at our home is that we made an agreement about how we eat, and Brenda's been amazing as far as she is the sort of the main meal planner, and I help out at different times. And then if she's coming, I just say, ask her. I said, okay, what is it that I need to prep for us? And so we have done this together from an accountability for being and eating healthier. So the more that you can get even your significant other to come into play. Now, not to the point where if I don't do it, I don't nag, because here's the other side, is you put structure in and then you miss a workout, guilt will not help your fitness level, is you need to let it go and move on and say, okay, I missed that. What did I learn from it? What would I do differently so that I wouldn't skip a workout? Or that if I have to move a workout, how do I have a backup plan? And so this <clears throat> feeling guilty, beating ourselves up, feeling ashamed, none of those really help on our responsibility or getting the outcomes that we need or want. I just encourage that you would think about that, that you're worthy of it, that structure is freeing, very, very freeing, versus just having chaos all around you in all parts of your life. <clears throat> With that, that's our short podcast this time around. As we say at the end of every show, listen, if you like what you're hearing, if you're appreciating the content, if you're inspired or motivated in any way, then we just ask that could you share it, could you pass it on, could you let other people know about it, or write a positive review in SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I thank you again for uh, giving us your most valuable asset, that's your time. This is Secrets of Success Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Ken Keyes. Thanks for exploring the secrets of success with us. If you want to keep the momentum going, log on to crgleader.com. Scroll to the bottom and sign up for our inspirational emails. You can also take your success to the next level by following us on Facebook and Twitter and connecting with Ken on LinkedIn. We hope you have a great week and look forward to you joining us next time for the Secrets of Success podcast with Dr. Ken Keyes.